Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It is the early morning show presented by 84 Lumber. Put your positive attitude to work at 84 Lumber. Apply at 84lumber.com. The early morning show is on, baby. And you can get involved at 412-928-9370. You can hit me up on Twitter at underscore Adam Crowley. The Fan Morning Show kickoff brought to you by Awaken 180 Weight Loss. Reserve your consultation today at Awaken 180weightloss.com. The Steelers, winners yesterday, but losers overall as they couldn't make the playoffs, and that's where we begin. We can talk about the game. If you've got thoughts on that, we can. But the season as a whole, I'll, I think, encompass everything like this. It cannot be a success to me if the Pittsburgh Steelers do not make the playoffs, especially when they finish with the same record as the team that gets in with the seven seed and don't make it, they have nobody but themselves to blame. You can get mad, and I think rightfully so, at a blown call at the end of that Jets-Dolphins game, that if it goes the other way, you're looking at the Steelers maybe making it into the playoffs. But if you finish 9-8, and eight, and the team that gets in is 9-8, and eight, and you lost to them, and you lost to the Jets, and you lost to the Patriots. That's it. You've only got yourselves to blame. And I look at what happened early on in the season. I think that the Steelers should have started Kenny Pickett from day one. Let him be the guy in OTAs. Let him be the guy in minicamp. Let him be the guy in training camp after rookie camp. Let him develop a rapport with the ones. And had they done that, I think maybe they lose that Cincinnati game to start the season. A rookie going up against the AFC champions on the road. It's a really tough place to start. But I think ultimately they win more games over the course of the year. So I'll put that on the coaching staff. I'll put that on Mike Tomlin for not having gone to Kenny Pickett sooner. Even if you don't start the year with Kenny Pickett, I would have played him against the Jets from the start. If you have any designs on going to him, prepare him as the starter the whole week. Had they done that, Maybe everything else goes exactly the same, but the Steelers beat the Jets because Kenny Pickett, perhaps, with some more reps in practice, doesn't turn the ball over three times. Maybe you win that game. So I can't look at this season as a success. The other thing that I thought that the coaching staff screwed up was Najee Harris, who clearly now, when he's healthy, can be a dude. When he was hurt with a Liz Frank injury which is very difficult to come back from, Mike Tomlin played him in that final preseason game. It didn't make sense at the time. I railed against it when it happened. And I think had the Steelers' running game been better in the first half of the season, had there been a healthy Najee Harris, perhaps the Steelers find a way to win one of those trouble-loss games 
and then you find yourselves here at 10 and 7 and you're in the playoffs. So I cannot say it's been a successful season. What say you at 412-928-9370? Again, you can hit me up on Twitter at underscore Adam Crowley. I will say it wasn't necessarily a bad season. I think there's room in between, right? I can't ever say if the Pittsburgh Steelers don't make the playoffs, it's a successful season. It does not, however, mean it's a bad season. I kind of look at it like pit football this year. Pitt football's expectation was to win the ACC championship. Anything short of that, I think, counts as a disappointment. But the fact that they win nine games and have only done that a few times in the last 40 years means it was a good yet disappointing season. I can kind of look at the Steelers' season the same way. Disappointing on the whole, not successful when you don't make the playoffs, but at the same time, I think Kenny Pickett showed real growth and I feel much better about where the Steelers are right now than I did exactly one year ago, even with the Steelers prime to go in and play Kansas City in the playoffs. What say you at 412-928-9370? Hello, you're first up today on the early morning show. Uh, it's from Kennedy Township. What's up, Ed? Steelers have money invested in Mitch, so that's a factor. Why? Because they paid Mitch Trubisky? You feel like they had to play him? Well, it, it, it's a factor. I want to talk a little bit about uh, coming in April. I think they should draft by scarcity of positions. Don't I love you, Ed. I love you, buddy. We're not going to do draft today. We will get into that probably over the course of the week. I'm not going to do draft today. Hi, you're on the early morning show. Well, it could have been a great season if Mike Tomlin started uh, Kenny Pickett a little bit early and didn't botch it up in training camp. I'm with you. Yeah, and also it could have got rid of Matt Canada a little bit early. Yeah, I'm with you on that, too. I thought that they should have fired Matt Canada at the bye week, and we'll talk about Matt Canada a little bit more in depth later on in the program this morning. I'll tell you one guy that I would keep around is Pat Meyer, the offensive line coach. I think they leave a lot to be desired in pass protection this offensive line, but the way that they were moving guys off the ball in the second half of the season and against a really good Baltimore Ravens rush defense – shows me that they are going in the right direction there. I like that they turned into a team that could not run the ball last year, and over the second half, they became one of the better rushing teams in the entirety of the NFL. Hi, you're on the early morning show. Yo, I think it's a winning season. Are you crazy, Adam? Listen, they find their offensive line, or at least part of it. They Uh find the number one running back. They find their franchise quarterback. Mm -hmm. They find a great receiver, Pickens, and and, – the defense seemed to come together at the end of the year. So those are all positive things. How can you say it wasn't a success? Because they didn't make the playoffs. Here's the deal. Yeah, you say, if they go to the playoffs and get pounded, who cares? You don't think there's value in a rookie quarterback being in the playoffs and experiencing that? Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's all worth it. But and I'm talking in the long run, they had a everything worked out for them this year. They See, that, that, and that's where I think that there's room in between. What's your name, pal? I think I missed it. I'm Jimmy Jimmy from uh, Penn Hills. So, Jimmy. I'm the loud I, I, guy. Have you ever heard of me? I'm the loud guy that's been on your station before. Well, I love I'm you, like, Jimmy. And he, he, here's, yeah. here's where I'll come down. You say it was a great season and you list all those reasons. I can meet you there and say all those things are very good. I, I will not disagree with you. 
what goes, what takes a good season and makes it a great season and a successful season to me is all those things happening and you still make the playoffs because it could have gone that way. You could have seen the growth in Keddy. You could know that Najee Harris is the guy. The offensive line did get better. You have discovered George Pickens. The defense did find itself in the second half of the season. All that stuff is true. But if you merely start three and five instead of two and six, all that's true and you make the playoffs. That's what success looks like. Not all those things happening and you missing the playoffs. I can meet you halfway, but I can't say it's a great season ever, 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 ever here in Pittsburgh when you don't make it, especially when that was the expectation. You don't start, if you're Mike Tomlin, Mitch Trubisky to begin the year if you don't think that you're doing so to be a playoff team. That's why you start a veteran at the beginning, because you believe that that guy with the defense, he takes care of. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The football with what you thought the running game could be, you think you're going to make the playoffs. And if you don't, it can't be a success. Jimmy's right. I will I will agree on everything that Jimmy said to a point. Yes, it is good that you know Kenny Pickett's the guy. And I'm there. And Ben Roethlisberger rubber-stamped that on his podcast last week. I am there. I don't think he had a great game yesterday, but I'm there. Kenny's the guy. Najee Harris is a dude. When he's healthy, if he's splitting carries, I think less can be more. He's a difference maker. Last two weeks especially, he showed what he can be. George Pickens is a guy. The defense with T.J. Watt is still one of the NFL's best. That has become clear. All those things are good. Pat Myers, a, I think, pretty good offensive line coach that has now shown itself. But if you don't make the playoffs, I can't say it's a great season. Hi, you're on the early morning show. Hey, Adam, how you doing, my man? I'm good, buddy. What's up? So I think... Tomlin debacled this entire quarterback situation from the get-go, starting in training camp. Training camp should have been – Mason Rudolph was never in their long-term plans. So why even have him taking those reps from Pickett is beyond me. And then during the season, there were only two options that I saw. You either start Pickett from the get-go or after the bye week. Throwing him in the middle of the Jets game – just set him up for failure. And that schedule after that game was just a juggernaut for any quarterback, let alone a rookie. So I put most of the blame on Tomlin. I think that's fair. I mean, that's where I am too. And we're going to get to it, I'm sure, at some point during the morning show. How do you view what Mike Tomlin did this season? What grade would you give Mike Tomlin? I'd give him a C because I think he failed the first six weeks and I think he aced the last nine weeks. So the average there would be the C. My mom just texted me and she said, so if the Jets had won, you would say it's a successful season for the Steelers. Yes. If you make the playoffs and all these other good things happen, bang, it's a success. Regardless of what would have happened in Buffalo to me, that would have been a success. At some point, you need to start winning playoff games. For me to think that they would have beat Buffalo with a rookie quarterback in his first ever playoff game, that's a little rich. So I think the sliding scale of expectation exists. And I think you can look season in and season out and sort of adjust. The one thing that I think is always a constant, though, is 
You need to make the playoffs if you're the Pittsburgh Steelers. I expect excellence, and that's the first step of excellence. You get in, you lose to Buffalo. I'm okay with it this year, but you after this year, I would need to see some more legitimate growth. But they didn't make the playoffs. And some f- people will say, well, if you made it because the Jets lost or the Jets won, did you really deserve to get in? Yeah, because Miami would have lost their last six games. And New England would have lost by lateraling it around and screwing that whole pooch up against Las Vegas and then not playing well down the stretch. So the Steelers, at 7-2 and two in their last nine, yeah, of course they would have deserved it. But they don't because they didn't make it. And that's the reality of the NFL. And I have to accept that. But if you don't make the playoffs, it's not a good season in Pittsburgh. It just isn't. Or a successful season. Might be a good season with all the stuff you learn. Successful. We're parsing here. I can't go there. What's up? You're on the early morning show. Hey, brother. As far as uh, Tomlin, like, I'm not for or against them. Like, I'm in between with Tomlin. There's plus and minus. But as far as handling the quarterback, at the beginning, I think i got to give him a little bit of pass because it's just brand new. I mean, it's uh, something that he hasn't done when somebody gets a rookie quarterback or when Ben retired to replace that. It's like he could have started Kenny. That could have been better. That could have ended up worse. Um, the Trubisky thing, who knows? It was just, I'll give him a pass on that. You know, it turned out we got to look at what Kenny's done. Okay, let's go forward from here. But if success, you're right. We didn't make the playoffs, so no, it's not success. But successful as far as knowing that we got the franchise quarterback and there was a lot of improvement along the way. But, no, we didn't make the playoffs, so that's all I got. Brother. Yep, I'm right there with you, pal. Thank you for the call. 412-928-9370 is the number. Again, on Twitter, at underscore Adam Crowley. Are the Steelers a team on the rise? Mike Tomlin says so. I'm inclined to agree but with one big caveat. It's the early morning show. Steelers are done. It's 93.7 The Fan. It's the early morning show. Steelers season is over. Mike Tomlin speaks today at noon, which is a departure from tradition of sorts. Usually it's on Wednesday following the season. It's on Monday. I don't know why that could be. I don't know if there's anything to read into it at all. Maybe he just wants to get it done. But he speaks today at noon. You'll be able to hear it right here on 93.7 The Fan on your Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y, your Odyssey app. I got this tweet from J-Mac. How do you feel about the classless CPR sack celebration? I didn't see who it was who was fake resuscitating Alex Highsmith. It's something they've done all year. And I saw people using that as some sort of a defense. Well, they've done it all year. I mean, media's making too big of a deal about this. You just go look at Andrew Filippone's mentions because he posted the video. A lot of people say, well, they've done done it all year. No no big deal. Yeah, you've done it all year. And then DeMar Hamlin had to be revived on the field. So you got to scrap it. I don't want to make this too big of a deal, especially since the Steelers are eliminated from the playoffs, and that's where we should be today. How did Mike Tomlin do? How do you grade Kenny Pickett's season? This, that, the other. That's all more important in the grand scheme of things. But yes, absolutely that was a terrible look. A terrible look. 412-928-9370. You can hit me up on Twitter, like J-Mac did, at underscore Adam Crowley. 
Where are the Steelers going from here? I should probably set this thing up right. Where do the Steelers go from here, Mike Tomlin? You know, I think this growth in big game opportunities. We've been in some big games. Um, but we're doing business with these guys because of the ability to to rise up in those moments. I just think that's part of the things that attracted us to them individually. When you look at each guy and you put a collection of those kind of guys together um, and you work them and you prepare them, you generally have an opportunity to, to grow in that way. So they're growing. Mike Tomlin also on his football team. I think our record indicates that because that's all that matters. The style point component of play is less significant. You step in the stadiums, you win games, you step out of stadiums. So to answer to your questions, yes, we were a team on the rise. Mike Tomlin is not wrong. The Steelers at 7-2 and two in their last nine games were a team on the rise. No question. Kenny Pickett got better. The running game got better. The defense had T.J. Watt, so the defense got better. Yes, the Steelers are a team on the rise, but it is important to understand who they played in the second half of the season. The Browns were no good. Deshaun Watson ain't the Deshaun Watson of old, hopefully in more ways than one, but certainly the football player, Deshaun Watson ain't that guy right now. The Colts with Jeff Saturday are a disaster. The NFC South, all of those teams are bad. You played Carolina and Atlanta in the second half. You got Baltimore twice with a backup quarterback, once with a third-string quarterback. You only won one of those games. The best team you played in the second half was Cincinnati, and you lost to them. So I do think it's important, yes, this is a team on the rise. I can't ignore that. But the caveat is they sure as hell should have won some of those games in the second half because they were playing not good teams. And I hope that the Steelers understand that while there was growth on the field this season, if you truly want to be a championship contender and build yourself and get closer to that next year, it can't just be, oh, well, we improved this much in the second half. We expect that kind of growth in the offseason, and we think we're going to be a team based solely on who we have that's going to be a contender. I think there's big-time danger in that. You've got to still see this team for what it is, one that didn't make the playoffs and improve from there. 412-928-9370. You're on the early morning show. Hello. Good morning. You're not on the early morning show. How about you? Are you on the early morning show? Hey, uh, I just wanted to say, for the Steelers, I feel when you transition from a franchise quarterback like Ben Ben, uh, ben Roethlisberger to a rookie quarterback, even Trubisky, 9-8 and eight should be a pretty – good success you look at some of these teams Detroit the Jets you know from before three and you know three and 14 is realistically what you would expect I think they did a good job I'm not happy with them not making a playoffs but at the beginning of the year at nine and eight you you would pretty much say this was a successful season so I can be proud of what they did that and that's fine I think there's I think again there's room for sort of moving the goalpost here a little bit and thank you so much for the call man really appreciate it thanks for making the morning get off to a good start here. I think if you're a Steelers fan and you want to look at this optimistically, you absolutely you can. You can. I am. I am. I, I, I think this is a team on the rise. I'm, I'm thrilled with the progress that Kenny Pickett made because he came in the first three games, he threw eight picks. I was like, uh-oh, what's this guy going to do? He's shown growth. You can be excited about what the future holds and also disappointed that they didn't make the playoffs because had you won one more game, you're in the playoffs with all that growth having still happened. And that's where I am. I think a good season 
but a disappointing one nonetheless. Hi, you're on the early morning show. Good morning. What up? You're going to keep losing next year. You're going to get rid of a lot of good players this year. You're going to lose next year. And still, Kenny Pink is the only player on the team. I have no idea what that means. I have no idea what that means. Kenny Pickett's going to be around. So is George Pickens. So is Najee Harris. So is Pat Fryermuth. Hopefully his injury's not severe, though it looked bad. Hopefully he's ready for training camp. You're going to have, I think, Mason Cole and James Daniels on your offensive line who can be part of the solution, and we're part of the solution this year. I think you've got to address tackle. You've got your team MVP and Minka Fitzpatrick coming back. You got Cam Hayward. You got TJ Watt. You're going to pay Alex Highsmith. Even if you don't, he's going to be a Pittsburgh Steeler next year. All their best players are going to be back. Cam Sutton's a free agent. Ogan Joby's a free agent. Terrell Edmonds is a free agent. Devin Bush is a free agent. Okay? The core of this team is back next year. Hey, you're on the early morning show. Nope. Hi, you're on the early morning show. Hey, Crowley, what's going on, man? Yo, yo, yo. Hey, uh, so I just wanted to say that this morning was bittersweet. Um, Obviously, the Steelers didn't make the playoffs. Uh, That's terrible. Um, But I think that Kenny progressed, and I'm probably going to get accosted for this, but I think that Matt Canada also progressed. And I'm not sure that they get rid of him. Um, I think that they both, you know, had slow starts, and – they progress together, and I think in the end, it's just up to Kenny. What's your name, brother? So, uh, Dan. Dan, thank you for the call. We're going to get into this in the next segment. A Steelers player after the game defended Matt Canada. What do they do with him? What should they do with him? That's next. It's the early morning show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet, Route 19 in the South Hills. Start the new year off with a great deal on a new or pre-owned vehicle and online at sunchevy.com. Partly sunny today, highs in the low 40s. Najee Harris talking about his offensive coordinator. Man, we all, man, you know, obviously you've seen the stuff on social media with other teams saying, but, like, man, we all we all believe in Canada, you know. Um, everybody's saying that. He called the same plays, but everybody calls the same plays. You know I mean? You can look at everybody everywhere. Everybody calls the same plays. He's dressed up a different way. Um, if you really know X's and O's, that's really what it is. Um, so, you know, all that play calling stuff, I don't think it's really I – th- I think that's just a cover-up for just the lack of stuff that we were doing on the field as players. Um, I never bought into none of that. I never really looked at none of that stuff because I know at the end of the day, we're the ones who got to make the plays. He puts us in the best positions. You know, obviously, uh, you know, they could say what they want about we're in the same place, but you look everywhere. Like I said, everybody's running the same place. It's just dressed up differently. We've talked about this with Doug Whaley, and there's some truth there. And, yeah, when your guys go out there and make plays, 
your offensive coordinator is going to look better. And yeah, down the stretch, the offense was better than what it was at the beginning of the season. Now, from a points-per-game standpoint, not a lot changed. And that's ultimately what should cost Canada his job at the end of the day. They did run the ball much better in the second half, and there were some schematic differences there. Again, something that we talked about with Doug Whaley, a football expert. I'm not going to pretend like I am going to sit here and explain to you the nuances of what the Steelers did in the running game versus what they did in the running game prior to the turn of the season at the bye week. But they did make some adjustments there and they got much better and I think Najee Harris being healthy was a big factor but they still played risk-averse football that might come from the top and not Matt Canada but who's to say and they played it close to the vest here's here's where it is for me the Steelers had one avenue and one path to victory at the end of the year run the ball play defense don't have Kenny Pickett the rookie screw the game up for you And then in crucial moments, you might need to turn them loose. And they did. It's about winning championships, though. So for now, that's how you won. And Kenny Pickett got better. But if you are to win a championship, this can't be the recipe. You cannot beat the Buffaloes of the world if you are focused on running the ball and playing defense. That's not going to happen. You're not going to beat them in a playoff game. You are not going to win the AFC North that way. You are not going to beat Cincinnati that way. You did in week one. I look at that as an outlier. Cincinnati didn't play their guys during the preseason. The Steelers did. We saw it two years running. I think that gives the Steelers an advantage early on in the year. We'll see who they play first up this year. I think the Steelers, I don't care who it is, they probably win the game because Mike Tomlin steals one there. And you risk getting players hurt like Najee Harris in the third preseason game which happened there are one-offs if you're a championship contender watch how these games go between Buffalo and Kansas City if they meet in the playoffs or Buffalo and Cincinnati or Cincinnati and Kansas City if you're going to get through the AFC you're going to have to put up points I don't think Matt Canada is the guy to put up points and I also don't think the player should have any say in it I don't they don't know what they don't know Najee Harris he played much better in the second half, so he's got he's got to be happy with Matt Canada, right? But at the end of the day, how many points are you scoring? Enough to win now, enough to beat Carolina, enough to beat the Colts, enough to beat a bad Browns team, enough to beat a bad Ravens team, enough to beat a bad Saints team. Okay. But going into next year, I can't look at the Steelers as a championship-caliber outfit when. I think their offensive coordinator is still learning on the job. I would love to hire a guy like Frank Reich. Might be a pipe dream, but I would love to hire, and this is a door intake. I'm, I'm pilfering it here. I think it's a really good one. I would love to hire an offensive coordinator that's not learning on the job. An offensive coordinator that has done it before at the NFL level and had success before at the NFL level. I don't want to guess. I don't want to miss. You need a guy who can help foster growth from Kenny Pickett. And you can make the argument that Matt Canada helped Kenny Pickett grow. He was a turnover machine in his first three games, and then he became a guy that didn't turn the ball over really at all. He had one interception, I think, his last seven games. There's growth there. But you need to become an explosive offense, and I just don't see that with Matt Canada. Hi, you're on the early morning show. Hey, it's AJ from the South Hills. Hello. Hey, so... I don't think the issue is with 
repeat play calling as much as it is uh, predictability, the lack of splash plays, and the fact that they finally established a running game and they still refuse to use play action. You're right. You're right. Big time. And it's it's a lack of game flow and understanding of the game, too, with Matt Canada. He's got no rhythm making play calls. Doran's brought that up. Whaley's brought that up. Big time football guys. That's a huge issue. They got better. They're still a long way away from championship caliber offense. Canada's got to go. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 